Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? June 8th of 2021 at 6.05 in the morning. Stop. What? I'm stretching. I have to stretch every day. Do that during the show. I am a PSer without a shadow of a doubt, <laughs> a pity stretcher, and you make me want to do that. You got to do that. You got to leave. It feels so good well, to Of course stretch, it does. <laughs> We're not one of those shows that does the uh, Monday morning stretch. There are shows that do that, and more power to them if it makes them happy, but that's you naughty. Stop. It's not like I'm leading a meditation stretch or anything. <gasps> Lead a meditation stretch. That's not going to happen. It's <laughs> not going to happen. I'm very open to new ideas, but that's not going to happen. That's not it. It's not going to happen. There's a, there's a couple. I can only think of one thing that I've said no to as far as what management suggested, and we're not going to get into what it is, but uh, you guys are management anyway, and that's not going to happen. You yeah. can pitch it as much as you want. Might as well kick Fishy to the curb on that one. So you have kickball tonight. But last night, I was thinking about you, Christine. You watched The Bachelor? The Bachelorette. Or Bachelorette? Yes. Whatever, same thing, right? Yes, I did. Okay, so uh, at some point, I want to hear more about this, maybe in the next half hour or so. That's fine. Okay. I got you. All right, cool. Was it worthy, at least? Uh, it was all right. You think it's going to suck, is what you told me yesterday. It seemed, the previews made it seem a little boring. Um... The guys were all very, very good looking. There we go. <laughs> they really were. I was impressed. It was like one after another. I was like, dang, they're not usually all this good looking. But uh, Can you imagine if a man was saying that right now about the show The Bachelor versus The Bachelorette? <laughs> I'm sure they could. No, not with what we do. Not in this world. Okay. You can't anymore. You think you can. You can't. I could. Can you imagine if I was like, oh, good Lord, I watched The Bachelor uh, last night and it was just one hot piece of meat woman after the other. Yeah. Whoa. I didn't say Steve. that, though. I, Did you say? Oh, you were <laughs> objectifying all of them. Of you were objectifying <laughs> them all. So anyway, was well, we'll talk more about it later yeah. on. So you did that. I know you have kickball tonight. Did you get any sleep last night, Steve, or is your kid still waking you up in the middle of the night? I got a few hours. So... That means no. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. That's, that's that's what I've been watching Steve this past few months, uh, especially because a year ago right now when Connie was still with us, we were all in our own home still. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to see in the morning as much as uh, we have since uh, October since we came back into the studio when Connie got cancer. And uh, you're like gradually this past couple weeks, you're like two or three minutes more late. Two or, not like not every day. Right. But you've been running a little bit late. And I know why. It's because you Maybe have a lot going sleep. on. Babies don't sleep. Wife went through mastectomy. Mm-hmm. Is now still cancer free. Yes, which is amazing. We're going to talk about a woman who's uh, offering up. Uh, some people after they get a mastectomy get implants. Yeah, or augmentation, and uh, that, so there's something going on. Uh, an OnlyFans star in Mexico who's running for office that's offering up something interesting for all the women in Mexico that vote mm. for her. Oh. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about that today in Totes Trending. 
Christineology is coming up here in about 7.20. That's when we, uh, 7.30, we dive into the brain of Christine. More or less, we're going to talk about... A culmination of nothings. All right. You think she just makes it up on her way in or like in the morning? She, <laughs> yes. So like she wakes up every morning and like sits on the toilet and goes, meh, okay. Sometimes. Okay, that's 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 it. Sometimes that's, that's, that's how it comes to me. That's a thing. That's a thing. All right, guys. So Christine Algy will be at 7:30. And of course, the text question of the day, we'll tell you what that is in about 15 minutes. All right, so I said I have this treat for you guys, a little audio fun. I want to play an example of a beautiful. Let's play an example of a beautiful, beautiful boys choir for you right now okay i used to be in choir when i was younger so this is well here they'll tell you we're the vienna boys choir okay so here's a clip from the vienna boys choir right i mean man i hope my kids are never in choir so i have to sit through this stuff wow (laughs) that's uh you're gonna be is that brutal that's it's great that you can make a baby uh that's something. I'll put them in something else. Uh, no. Or you could let them do what they want to do. Can you imagine sitting through two hours of this? Yeah, I mean, if it's your kid and you're happy, yeah, I guess. I yeah, mean, that it wouldn't makes be... them happy. Yeah. I mean, they can do it if it makes them happy, but it won't make me happy to sit through yeah. two hours of <laughs> but this. But mom ain't going to your concert. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> mom thinks you're annoying. <laughs> so here we go. Here's the Vienna Boys Choir. Beautiful choir. And there is a video trending right now. Here's another boys' choir for you. Specifically, I want you to listen to this uh, little, he looks like about a four or five-year-old boy that's in front of the choir. Yeah, that's all he does the whole time. It's oh amazing. Oh, my gosh. Every single time. <laughs> I'll bet you might want to go to a choir now. That would, that would be, be my child. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. And he's right in the front, by the way. So I they know. knew. I think they knew he was going to do that for sure. He's sitting right in front of everybody in the video. Just demonic kids screaming, boys' choirs. <laughs> I search it. <laughs> he just keeps going and going. Sounds like Homeboy's they have possessed. To stop him at some point. Now I don't know. The video is only 17 seconds long, and that's all anybody cares about. So <laughs> it's absolutely it's all perfect. Anyone could take. I think he'll be headlining the Vienna Boys Choir in about a week. Yeah, probably. <laughs> nice. yeah. For the text question of the day today, it's it's uh, I don't know why. I, I more or less I went out uh, this weekend and I was at a open house, mm-hmm. and uh, my buddy's open house uh, for Chris and Summer. For their kid, Zoe, who's super cool, she uh, they got her a food truck, and I was like, I said to Alicia, you know, because I had to bring her with me, because <laughs> uh, she knows him as well. I said to Alicia, this would be an this is an amazing this would be an amazing childhood memory, a memory that you would always remember. Open house, cool family, their food truck. It was just neat the way they did it. So then I started thinking about my own, and we want to ask today for the text question of the day. If you were asked, Steve, what is your best childhood memory? What would be the first thing, the first thing that pops in your head, boom, right away? Best memory, bam. 
That would have to be, I think it was summer of uh, either 7th or 8th grade, playing Dungeons and Dragons on my friend's back deck outside during the summer. I love it. See, that that's, sounds fun. I get more memories just from you saying that, like hanging out with my friends in the trailer. In this, uh, we had this cabin in Greenville uh, on Banks Lake, and we uh, hanging out in the cabin, and then we had a little trailer in the back, and we would hang out and play Star Wars or whatever stuff when I was mm-hmm. way younger. But uh, see, that's like not my first. So yours is summer seventh grade Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. Boom. Boom. Mine was this cabin we had on Banks Lake in Greenville. We walked in. We got. We we drove there from Lansing to Greenville. It's about an hour and a half, right? And you get there, drive through Ionia, drive through Belding. You get there. We get to the cabin, and my dad says, "Ooh, fish." Go ahead and unlock the cabin. Mom and I are gonna unpack the car. And I open the door to the cabin. The living room furniture is gone. Oh no. And in the middle of the living room is a paddle boat that says fish craft on the back. It was the coolest thing. <laughs> and it was my birthday present a few months early. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah. And they had put it in the middle of the, the cabin. And then we took it and dropped it in Banks Lake, yeah. and we would paddle boat everywhere. My mom and I had great conversations, and my friends would come hang out because I was younger, and it wasn't like motorboat. I couldn't light it, you know, couldn't drive the boat. Right. I was in. I was like seven or eight, and there was a paddle boat right in the middle. It was the coolest thing. That is super cool. Yeah. yeah. Just bam, memory that pops right in my head. So, for today's text question of the day, message and via the app, you can text the show. You can email. If you were asked, Christine, what is your best childhood memory? What is the first thing, boom, pops right into your head? Well, I had five different things that's pop into my head. Oh, that's my not, goodness. Wow. That's not That's not even possible. <laughs> yes, it is. No. They all just came rapid fire oh, in my okay. head. What was so the, I wrote them all down. What was the first of the five? The first of the five was... So there's one. N- no. There's <laughs> five. <laughs> you just admitted that one came before all the others. But then it was like, like I said, it was like rapid fire. But it was one first, after the, the first other. one. What's the first one? Well, Damn. you want one, or two, three, four, or five? No, I want the first <laughs> one. We want one, the first one. The first thing uh, that do you popped want the into rest, your head. Though? No. no just, just the first one. <laughs> Maybe we'll get into the rest later. The, the first thing. Well, I guess the first thing, no, which led guess. to all the you, other ones. You know. <laughs> Hanging out no, with you my know cousins. Stop, hold on. You're going in the can. Yeah, get in that can, woman. I, I mean, <laughs> it's the first thing. It's the first thing. It was the first thing, Christine. But it influenced all the other things. I, it's, oh, you, my God. Well, like, then it's the most important one, and yeah. it's the first one, and the that's the one you should one. be mentioned. Do you understand? Like, It's the first uh, one. So my answer, For then, the first thing. Uh, out of the five. Is... No. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Today's text question of the day. If you were asked... What is your best childhood memory? What is the first thing that pops into your head? You can text in or you can message via the app. App is a free download. Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids in your app store. If you go to our social media, you'll see a video Christine posted of uh, last night's show, The Bachelorette. How was it as a whole, The Bachelorette? It was okay. I mean... The the guys really came on strong with their, uh, as I captioned in our social media, the guys are coming on strong with their in your in your endos tonight. No, then you end up really. <laughs> so I posted a little clip of it uh on our social media and uh I found it interesting, but it was kind of okay like I'll watch like Chris Harrison obviously he's not hosting. They brought oh, yeah. former bachelorettes Tasha 
Adams and then Kristen Bristow, Bristow um, to kind of be the fill-in. So How they they're do. helping her out. They do okay? No, nah, Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's different, but yeah. it was fine. Um, really, the, the things that stuck out were the guys and their interesting ways of, like, introducing themselves. Like, one guy was in a box for, the, like, <laughs> until... See, I think they set this up. There was one guy who came out in a cat suit because he knows Katie's, like, obsessed with her cat. Oh, and geez. she ended up kissing him. But, like, do you remember last week when we were talking about, like, good kissers versus bad kissers? Oh, yeah. Boy. He's an example of a bad kisser. Why? How could you tell that via TV? I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for the video. I've been trying to find the video so you could see it. But, like, ugh, just the way he kind of, they're in the middle of conversation and mind you, he's wearing his like full-on cat suit like a furry. Nice. <laughs> and uh, he grabbed her head as they're in the middle of talking and just like started kissing her. And then they do a close-up, and then you could see the way his like his tongue is moving, and oh. it just wasn't good. Yeah, it was like bad and then, game. And then when they like separated, she had um like he drew like a nose and whiskers on his on his face that yeah. was like with black crayon or something and then it rubbed off all on her <laughs> that sounds great right. yeah it was yeah. i was shocked i mean she gave him a rose <laughs> shocked maybe it was better look okay well we'll we'll have to find that video and talk more about it later video because when i was watching it i was like oh my gosh we were just having a conversation about bad kissers this is an example. All right. We'll do that later on this morning. We'll uh, we'll talk more about this uh, bad kissing video. Learning knowledge is always a little bit of fun. So what are we looking at today, Christine? Oh, man. Oh, I forgot. This is this is part of your gig. Yeah. You have the best job <laughs> ever. Steve, what are we looking at today? We're looking at fog. Knowledge from fog. Knowledge from fog. All right. All right here we let's go. Let's do it. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. It's such a wonderful thing that is knowledge. As you're driving to wherever you drive to today, take a moment and roll down the windows. But could you imagine if you could not even see the road at all because there was fog everywhere and your window was down? You look to your left because you are driving and your window is on your left because you are not in England. <laughs> and you inhale the sweet, sweet fog of knowledge. It goes down your throat, does a 180 turn past your eye socket into your brain and provides you with even more knowledge. Yay! <laughs> uh, Gone with the Wind hit theaters on December 15th of 1939. It was exactly four months after The Wizard of Oz, which premiered on August 15th of 1939. Two of the biggest movies ever. Oh, yeah, yeah that's for sure. Ever. Biggest, one of the biggest TV shows ever, Jerry Seinfeld. The Jerry Seinfeld character dated 66 different women over the course of Seinfeld. Obviously, wow. yeah, all of those relationships failed for different and usually ridiculous reasons. Mm -hmm. was... And a bunch of those uh, were played by hot models on the show. Nice. Mm-hmm. 46 of the 50 states have at least one town or city named Riverside. Springfield is the second most common. There's at least one in 34 states. Barry Manilow wrote the uh, jingle for the State Farm Insurance, Like a Good Neighbor State Farm is there. Really? I didn't know that. Barry Wait, Manilow? Really? Yeah. You're making that up. Nope. Oh, wow. He also wrote the jingle for uh, Band-Aid. 
I'm stuck on Band-Aid brand because Band-Aid stuck, stuck on, on me. me. Oh, my God. Huh. I forgot about that jingle. Yeah. And finally, I thought Christine would like this. The medical term for a unibrow is synophorus. <laughs> so Why is that? That's... I don't know. It's just a medical term. Oh, okay. I mean, why would you like it? No. Oh, see, that's what I was thinking she was asking, because I was going to yeah. say, you got pretty bushy eyebrows, lady. No, I don't. That's yeah, <laughs> an offer going on. I actually get comments on my eyebrows all the time, so thank you. Again, Christine, the medical <laughs> term for unibrow is synophorus. Synophorus. So if you... Uh, if you have one, laser it off. Or you've got some... Uh, or wax it off. Synophorus going on today. No, I don't. You got to... <laughs> Let's take a vote. Steve. Yes, 100% you think, you think people are actually going to trust your vote? No. Wow. Sinopris. <laughs> Sinopris. All over you your face. You say something and, yeah. then, and then Steve just hops on. No. Hopping on. It was Steve's idea. <laughs> it was my idea. I hopped on Steve. Yeah, he hopped on me. I didn't even have to. I hopped on Band-Aids and Band-Aids hopped on Steve. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes. Trending. Oh man, I uh, we started doing something uh, just yesterday for fun and giggles, <laughs> for lack of a better way of saying it, called the good news. Good news is good news. I have good news on good news on good news. Good news, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to some good news. That's what I got for y'all today. Okay, so what's the good news? And the good news is. Let's hear it. So the good news today is about a 94-year-old woman from Alabama. This is. A great story, and I just, with so much bad news and negative Nancys and stuff out in the world today, or, uh, I don't know, not positive Sal's, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, with so much of that stuff going on, I thought, this would be kind of a neat once in a while to just throw in a nice good news story, like a 94-year-old Alabama woman receiving her high school diploma 79 years after dropping out. Her name is Grace. She left school at 16 when her husband went to fight in World War II. Wow. Here she is along with her granddaughter talking about it. I am so grateful. Thank you so much. She never, ever mentioned regretting anything in life. You know, she would never take it back because she absolutely loved my grandfather, and that was just what she wanted to do. But I think this was very important to her. Yeah, she got her diploma. She's very happy now, obviously. I like Again, we were talking 79 years after dropping out that is a amazing accomplishment isn't it crazy like how different life was back then married at 16 dropped out because her husband went to war like yeah i know that is weird it's so weird to think about 16 years old being married you mean or just uh, everything the war just all of it like just life was so different for some Mm -hmm. reason i've heard a lot about why'd you say "Mm -hmm." no i said "Mm -hmm." oh uh for some reason i actually uh I've heard a lot about World War II lately. I don't know why. I met a uh, woman this weekend who's 98 years old and met her husband during World War II. She was uh, Irish, had lived, was living in England, mm-hmm. and they met at a bomb in a bomb shelter. Uh, she, he was a soldier here for the United States, and she brought back to the Midwest. She was brought back to the Midwest when they got married. My grandma and grandpa met in a bomb shelter in during World War II. I'm like, what are they doing wow. in those bomb shelters? Right. Well, D-Day was also uh, June 6th. It was the 77th anniversary mm. of D-Day. Ah, that's the other reason World War II is going out a lot right now. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah. Steve no, has died. knowledge. In a little bit here, we're going to play What Is This Woman Doing With Her Thighs? But before we do that, <laughs> I got to talk. I've got, got, got to talk about this OnlyFans lady. 
So uh, what did we decide, Rocio? It's Rocio. Rocio? Okay, so this woman, Rocio, uh, Christine seems very confident about how to say her name. My friend dated a Rocio before, so oh. I'm pretty positive that's her name. You know what's funny, though? It's like, what if it was spelled Alicia? And you're and like, it's be- Alicia, and then it's... And then it's Alicia. But it's, yeah, and then. But I'm so, positive that's Rocio. That's how you say it. It's Rocchio, a Spanish name. Or it could be Rocchio. Uh, nope. <laughs> you don't know for sure, though. And that's a female name, by the way, Rocio. So Rocchio could be a female <laughs> Spanish name. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> 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 I'm Rocchio Pino. I'm yeah. a running from an OnlyFans girl. <laughs> I like it like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, here is her election promise. She is an OnlyFans person, she's a model. She is running for her dream job of Mexican Parliament. She wants to be in Mexican Parliament. She wants to help change the world. Apparently, we have decided what her voice will be now. Here she is talking about her promise. My election promise is to guarantee free breast augmentation for all women. That's right. She's an OnlyFans model, and she is saying free breast implants for all if I win. Okay, I yeah. mean that's an interesting platform, right? <laughs> for some of it, she's giving uh she's giving it her breast shot, really. But yeah, for some of it, <laughs> she's trying to do the breast that she can. But uh, these are all literally things that she said. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it my breast shot to get this done, guys. I'm doing the breast that I can. <laughs> it's uh, funny she's speaking in English in Mexico too yeah, during her campaign. <laughs> hey, 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 el breasto shado. Uh, but she actually, on the flip, now I'm gonna take this OnlyFans model. Of course, you know, her photos, like, she's covering her breasts, but she's naked. And she wants to be in Mexican Parliament, give away free breast augmentation. And then she makes it on, takes it to a serious note and focuses on women that have had mastectomies. Oh, that's yeah. nice. And see, isn't yeah. it funny? It went from creepy because of OnlyFans, which is a naughty website, yeah. to, oh. That's sweet. Because that I is. was reading the story now because I was thinking about, like, Steve's wife, for example, Recently had a mastectomy, is yes, now cancer did. free. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not hey. saying she's got to move to Mexico to get free. No, she doesn't have. Yeah, to. but <laughs> yeah. I but it, I just thought, well, that's kind of neat. Here's a photo of her, Christine, over your right shoulder. See her, Steve. Rocio. Yeah, she's got thumbs up on uh, her left hand, and then her and right her hands is covering her chest that she clearly had augmentation on. You think so? Yeah, I mean, that's they're pretty up there for her age. Yeah, I. They're, you know? they're, I mean, you would know <laughs> more <large>. than me. <laughs> yeah, yours are, you know. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't, I don't know what you, uh, so next, we're talking about thighs. Yeah. <laughs> From breast to thighs. We're I not actually, talking chicken either. The breast yeah. show ever. <laughs> oh, God. That's great. Sometimes you let the peanuts run the gallery. What, what right? does that even mean? Okay, we love a good game here on the show more than anyone, and I definitely think uh, we haven't done one in a while, really, no, like a haven't. true, true, true game. So I think it all started with, a, what was the name of that first game we did? It's like a spinoff. Our games happened, Steve. What was What's that? that sound? Name that What's sound. That sound? Yeah, What's that, that sound? sound? What's that sound? Name it. Was oh. that the last thing we played? Didn't we play Probably. What's That Sound? Yeah, Probably. we did. Yeah, yeah, we went back to the original. Yeah. Well, there were a bunch of spinoffs, Christine. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, there were. The most recent one, the only one spinoff that Christine played in, was What's That Woman Doing With a Rubber Chicken? Then we also have What's That Song? What Are These Little Boys Doing To Each Other? How Did This Girl Hurt Herself? What's In Fish's Purse? Who Is This Celebrity? What's This Man Hiding In His Pants? What's She Doing To This Man? What Were These Women Arrested For? Who's Laughing Now? What's Scarier? Who's The Celebrity Faking Humility? What Did They Take From This Woman? Who Is This Kid Talking To? Know That Ho and Think Fast. That's just like 80% wow. of them. There's yep. even more. I know. I lost the original list, and this is the one I cobbled together. <laughs> that is amazing. So we're going to play a new game today called What's This Woman Crushing With Her Thighs? This is all from a, uh, a woman in Nevada. She opened up a new business. She's going to get in the Guinness Book of World Records for crushing something with her thighs. Are you guys ready to hear the audio to see if you can figure out? And I do have fish hints if you can't figure it out. What is this woman crushing with yes. her thighs? You guys ready? Ready. All right. Experience this click of six along with Steve and Miss Christine. Three, two, one. All right. That's it. That's uh, that's literally it for the audio. Take it one more time. Yes. Would you like it with or without the countdown? Without the countdown. That seemed a little bit extra for no reason. <laughs> okay, well, can be extra. I'm giving it. I'm giving it to you. She's setting Dang a it. world record. Okay. And I will say this: whatever she's crushing with her thighs, you'll hear pauses and screams. Yeah. To get in the Guinness Book of World Records, it's going to happen in seven seconds, and there are three crushes. Okay. That's where you'll hear the screams. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. <laughs> All right, Christine, you're, you're workshopping it in your brain. Steve, I see you smiling like you know what it is. No, but I'm I, I, I have to go with this answer. I mean, I don't care about your uh, your your multiple choice. I'm just gonna give an answer. I, I'm not even gonna give multiple choice. I'm just oh. gonna give fish okay. hints. Okay. What's your answer? I'm going with watermelon oh just my because. Gosh, that was mine. <laughs> I, I went first. I get watermelon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just because I always see those videos of people putting like a million rubber bands on them and then them exploding or whatever. So. That's uh. <laughs> So you think this is a watermelon three times to get in the Guinness Book of World Records? Yeah. What? Now, part of always going first does give Steve ownership of his answer. You cannot take the same answer as Steve. Christine, Steve has chose watermelon for something. <laughs> she looks so that mad. Because that was my answer. <laughs> Well, well can I ch- can I say a cantaloupe or is that too close <laughs> another to type a fruit? of melon? I will tell you this, Steve. Is I will c- change my answer to honeydew. <laughs> Are you a honeydew? No, I'm oh, sticking okay. to watermelon. I'll tell you this: it is a fruit. Oh. It is a fruit. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's a fruit, and it's the fruit of a plant originally from a vine of southern Africa. If that helps you. No. Okay. I'm. St- is a cantaloupe from Southern Africa? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not a. It's not a pumpkin. I'm. I'm gonna go with a cantaloupe. Cantaloupe is really gonna be your guess. Well, by the way you just said that, you're telling me I, that shouldn't be my guess. No, and the way you said it's not a pumpkin, it's probably a gourd or some other type of. A jackfruit. How about that? 
What the crap is a jackfruit? <laughs> yeah, what is a jackfruit? So a jackfruit is oh, like this. Oh, she's trying to show off her knowledge. <laughs> no, it's like this giant, I mean, it's a fruit, but the insides, you take them out. It's a good substitute for like pork. Oh. So it's like a, a really good, like for vegans. And Aren't you there make... like a bunch of little pokey things on the outside I mean, of a you jackfruit? Don't eat, I don't you don't mean eat to, the pokey uh, things. No, distract. but you squeeze it in your thighs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's probably not a is good there, idea. Is there pokey things on a yes, jackfruit? there's a ton of them. Remember but you can... 40 minutes ago when we were playing this game <laughs> with time constraints. So what is this woman crushing with her thighs? One last time, Three, Christine. Two, one. What is it? So it's not a jackfruit. It's not a cantaloupe. It's, it's we really have to get honeydew? moving. You're making me. It's a honeydew is your guess? <laughs> yes. You won. Really? Yeah. No, Steve won. It was a watermelon. It was a watermelon. All right. Yeah, Steve wins. Again. I won. Again. I literally wrote watermelon on here. Well, you should have went first. No. <laughs> Part of the reason you get to go first every time, you, you rarely win, and that is usually your way off. Yeah. And Christine has won since she uh, took over here for Connie. Oh. She Gosh. has one actually because you went first before. Yeah. So today you actually are going to get the W, my friend. I'm the wiener. <laughs> you are the, the big wiener. Yay! So what that audio was was a Nevada build, a bodybuilder making the Guinness Book of World Records by crushing watermelons with her thighs. Her name is Courtney. She crushed three in seven and a half seconds wow. to set the Guinness Book of World Records record. What? One watermelon. Two. That's her crushing three. She did all of this to promote her new store. Uh, those are some thunder thighs right there. Hamburger. <laughs> Hamburger. Those are some strong thighs. She gets it done. So when you get to work today, or if you're at work already right now, or maybe you can't do this in your work browser, Google crushing things with thighs. No, nope. I don't know. About don't that. do that. Actually, mm -hmm. Google watermelon thighs. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. nope. Don't do that. Else. <laughs> yeah. We had bodybuilders with thighs. Nope. <laughs> nope. This isn't gonna work. So Christineology is studying the brain of Christine. Yes. It's more or less what's going on in Christine's brain. This is a uh, pearl of wisdom that we received from Steve's wife, Brittany. Thought of it would be a good idea for us to see what's going on in there. Yep. She's always wondering. She's like, seriously, what's up with that girl? Apparently, <laughs> from what we've been told off air and on air or whatever today, apparently not much. <laughs> That's what you said. That's true. She said. I didn't say that. You said nothing. No. You said, yes, for Christineology, it is a bunch of nothing. All right. Well, okay. This is what, what a sweet gig. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? Well, here we are again. Another day where you get to listen to what's going on in my head. Is she going to be bitchy and complain about something? Will she be suggestive the way Steve seems to get a kick out of? <laughs> or will she write a beautifully written but kind of creepy love letter to a grocery store again? None of those things. I mean, I could tell you about how productive I was yesterday, but you don't want to hear about that. Or I could tell you about how on the daily I daydream about having my own personal hairstylist. Speaking of daydream, I had a nightmare last night that one of the characters in General Hospital was trying to kill me because I knew his secrets. But I know you guys don't want to hear about my continued soap opera's obsession. Oh, how about how I accidentally brewed only water when making my coffee? Talk about a disappointment. I also forgot to mention that I finally finished reading the book I talked about last week. It only took over a year, but I guess that's all it deserves. A mention. 
sorry, click a six, but it seems like a whole lot of nothings just made something. Today's Christineology. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, Steve, do we even want to take that? Just, uh, I mean, just call it a, a day? I, I think we can move on. Okay. I think you're right. Today's text question of the day is going to be in about an hour. It's around 8.40 every day. Today for the text question of the day, we asked, if you were asked, what is your best childhood memory? If you were asked, what is your best childhood memory? What would be the first thing that just immediately pops into your head? We had a cabin in Greenville on Banks Lake, and I walked into the cabin when I was younger. My dad had me open the cabin, and inside was a yellow, I can still see it, like as clear as a bell, a yellow paddle boat, and it said fish craft on the back. And uh, it was in the living room, and then we moved it outside, and it was a birthday present a couple months early from my mom and my dad. That's really cool. It was. It was a great gift. Uh, Steve asked you, and you said summer seventh grade. Yeah, summer seventh grade, playing Dungeons and Dragons on my friend's back deck during the summer in beautiful weather. So for the text question of the day, we said if you were asked what is the your best childhood memory, what would be the first thing that popped in your head? Christine said five things. That's not possible. I actually have six now. <laughs> oh, okay. It doesn't even it doesn't even make sense. I mean, like the like first one two though influences one, and then it just kind of spirals from there. But it's the first thing. That pops into your head. Well, which out of the six do you want? The, the first one. The first one. one. Yeah. Okay, I'll just go in order. No, that doesn't. That does not. But I have All so right. many good memories. That'll be later. Okay, we'll do the text question of the day later on this morning. OMG. Rando texto messageo via Apo free download and Apo Storo. So originally this is uh, says a question for Steve, but obviously we're opening it up to all of the click of six. How did you and Brittany cope with pregnancy slash having a newborn during a pandemic? The anxiety is real lately, and any tips or words of encouragement from someone who has been there would be super nice. Now this is I find this one interesting. My uh, brother-in-law and my sister-in-law they are pregnant. Mm-hmm. During it, and we are still kind of during a pandemic. Everything yes. is yeah. still going on. Exactly. So, Steve, what's a good little trick? I know you do daddy tips on the weekly, but what's a good little trick you used to cope with pregnancy during a pandemic? <sighs> I mean, it a was. Newborn. Yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna go with the uh, the uh, commiserating words of uh, encouragement because there are <laughs> the tips were basically just like suck it up and deal with it. It sucks, but you got to get through it. I mean, it did suck. It still continues to suck because the kids aren't in daycare yet. That next year they or next week they will be finally back in daycare, so I'll get a little bit of a reprieve. But is that what you said to your wife though when she was stressed? You know what, Brett, suck it up. <laughs> I mean, essentially, kind of. We we kind of yeah. said that to each other. We were just like, you know what, it's it's going to get better eventually. Mm-hmm. We just have to wait for that. But then we continue to have a bunch of bad luck along the way, so we're still waiting for it to get better. That's true. <laughs> Steve's wife was diagnosed with stage zero breast cancer. Like, yeah. that was going on. And yeah, that- and they got a mastectomy. And, and that was, I mean, that was right after Connie passed, too. So, I mean, it was just like bad, 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 mm-hmm. bad. And so, yeah. I mean, we're, we're finally a little bit on the upswing right now. And, I mean, it, it does get better. You just have to Basically, deal with Basically, what it. you're saying is you just got to go through it. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard, especially with a newborn. I mean, because they, they don't sleep all the time, and it's just something that is constantly seeking your attention that you have to have 
around all the time and it just eats up your day, but it, it does get better. It does get better. It just takes a while. So this rando text that we got from a woman that I'm assuming is pregnant right now. Uh, or has, I think she has a brand new baby. Okay. So she said, how did you essentially... Cope with pregnancy slash having a newborn during a pandemic. The anxiety is real lately. And any tips or words of encouragement from someone who has been there would be super nice. She might be pregnant. Now that I read that again, could be either or. She could be pregnant and about to have a baby or just had a baby. So what I think would be great right now, Click of Six, if you could weigh in all the ways, what are little tricks or little things that you do in your life mm -hmm. to help get rid of anxiety and or and really help this lady out, get rid of anxiety and or uh, just make you happy for a hot minute? Like what is something you do, Christine, that instantly makes gives you gratification, makes you happy right away? Oh, for that for sure, it's a bath. Just right, boom. It's, it's just a, a relaxing hot bath for sure. And then put some bath salts or a bath bomb. Oh, for me, that's where it's at, especially if you have a book in there, too. I, I would do that for Brittany, too, on extremely stressed days. I would really? take the kids, yeah, and then uh, draw a bath for her. That's, She's like, oh, you drew a bath for me. It's so relaxing. What about you, Fish? Actually, What's that it's, for you? it's interesting because out of the top 10 things that help with anxiety, a list that I uh, pulled up, mm -hmm. number two was taking a bath. No way. For me, it's uh, I, any home I've ever had, similar water, fish out of water, right? Uh, I, any home I've ever had, one thing that I truly, truly love to get is a hot tub. Mm -hmm. I call it the confessional. Yeah. I don't run mine hot, hot. Very real world of you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but that's where the deepest conversations happen. Have yeah. a couple beverages or even a water, coffee, whatever you're into. Sit in the hot tub, have a real conversation because I can sit in that thing for an hour. Yeah. You know, and uh, don't say if you're sitting in it for two hours and you're having a beverage along the way. Oh, yeah. no. Things yeah, no, get no. a little. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying it, it's. At some point, you have to go potty. Yeah. So why haven't we gone potty if we've been in this thing for two hours? Uh-oh. Someone went potty in. The Y'all the have. A onesie. <laughs> yeah, not a twosie. No, no. All right, guys, help this click. Remember the click of six out next. Rando Texto, let's help this lady out. O-M-G. Rando texto message out via Apple, free download on Apple Store. Question for Steve. How did you and Brittany cope with pregnancy slash having a newborn during a pandemic? The anxiety is real lately, and any tips or words of encouragement from someone who has been there would be super nice. So what we're really asking here with today's Rando texto is, what do you do to help cope with and or deal with anxiety? What is your quick fix, if you will, so she could change things up? Because obviously, whether it's she, it sounds like she's still pregnant. Mm -hmm. Obviously, what she needs to do is change some rhythms around, or maybe like just simply take a bath, which is what Steve used to do for Brittany, and what Christine does when she has a little bit of anxiety. Something else you do, we got a message via the app, which is a free download. Something else you do, Christine, to help with your anxiety is clean. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's funny that someone else answered that for me. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's. I know cleaning isn't the funnest thing but it really focuses your mind on something and then you feel better after you clean now things are clean steve is the cook in his house uh but another member of the click of six mentioned steve's wife Brittany. one thing that she likes to do uh that she's very good at in the kitchen is what steve bake bingo mm. baking is another one or cooking is something probably you could do uh talking with a friend was another great idea that we got mm -hmm. from a member of the click of six or if you have a pet maybe just going on a walk with your pet 
I mean, we, we do that, too. We fight at night. <laughs> Me and Brainy, who gets to walk Kobe? Oh, because you want to get out of <laughs> the house? Yeah, because we just put our headphones in, and then you listen to podcasts or music while we walk around with Kobe and get a break from the kids. <laughs> I love that you're fighting and causing more anxiety about ways to not have anxiety. <laughs> you know, I, I that's a, the pet thing is a really good way to go. Something else that I like to do, I'm going to share with you in a sec, but uh, somebody else said, have you thought about calling a therapist or about your anxiety? Because, you know, you, especially if you currently still are pregnant, even if you're uh, nursing, I think that that can, uh, stress can affect your uh, mil- can. milk load, right, Steve? Yeah, and usually, um, depending on the hospital you're going through for your whole birthing process or even a post-birthing process, they offer um, services where you can talk to people about different things, anxiety and stuff like that. Maybe like a postpartum and stuff like mm-hmm. that, yeah. Yep. Uh, or, uh, maybe uh, binge-watching a TV show. Somebody else said a book is another great idea. Uh, eating something, maybe... Uh, like for me, I was, you know, Taco Bell. It's funny because Johnny messaged and said, uh, eat tacos and cookie dough ice cream. And I'm like, hells yeah, Johnny. Hamburger, hamburger. <laughs> and another thing you can do, I actually did a little research, and to help with anxiety is change your sleep pattern. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Yeah, like uh, really honest to God, just getting a little bit of a different sleep rhythm might help. So if you typically go to bed at 8 Maybe go to bed at 7 or take a nap during the day and go to bed at 9. I don't know how it works, or 10, 11, 12, whatever time you go to bed. But if you change your sleep pattern, we can go to Christine on this one. If you think about it, Christine, when you started uh, doing this show, it changed your sleep patterns dramatically, and it kind of did affect your mood. Yes. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I refuse naps, but now I nap, and... Well, with this schedule, you kind of have to, like, mm-hmm. you know, if especially if you're... You know, maybe you stay up late or you wake up early, whatever you do. It's just, it, it changes. So whatever for the member of the Click Six, hopefully that helps out as well. Yeah. But again, if you are still prego with that baby, you should definitely, because your mood does affect the kid or your uh, milk sex. We actually got an interesting <laughs> message. Milk sex. Uh, I mean, we got right, an right? interesting message from someone who had a 2020 baby. She said, I have, a, I have a 2018 baby and a 2020 baby. My hospital stay for my 2020 baby was much less stressful and much more relaxing. I was only allowed one visitor, my husband, and it was actually glorious. I got more sleep. I got to have more alone time to just connect with my new baby and meet him without visitors coming all day to hold him. I didn't have to worry about visitors coming while I was relearning breastfeeding. I FaceTime family on my time when I was ready. And she said when we went home, it was the same kind of thing. And she said, if we have another baby, I'm sticking with the no visitors at the hospital. So maybe yeah, that's something help. to keep in mind. Yeah, that was definitely nice because we had a bunch of visitors with uh, Charlotte. And it, it was just that ad- added stress. Yeah. And uh, it probably helps uh, with the milk sex. <laughs> yes, everything helps with the milk sex. Hey, you don't want to give your kid bad milk sex, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. So you're single. Mm-hmm. Imagine this. You go to a bar, and uh, back in the day, you might run into a nice old guy friend, and they might hug you. Okay, yep. Or rub your shoulder or touch your hand. I'll just settle for a hug. Nowadays. No touching! No touching! No touching! No touching! No touching! No touching nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. uh, COVID. Yep. So, uh... There's this company last year came up with a really good idea, and they're hoping it takes off. And Virginia's going to help them for sure, actually. The state of Virginia? Oh, yeah. This is, well, more specifically uh, a town. The company is called Social Bands. Okay? Social Bands. And essentially what they do is that you wear a different colored wristband for your comfort level. 
So the Chesterfield Chamber of Commerce in Virginia is actually using their product. So here's the deal. If you see someone with a red band on, that means stay six feet away. I'm not comfortable. Yellow means touching elbows is okay, but I'm only doing the elbow thing with it. Oh, yeah. And green means you're ready to party. Get all up in here. Yeah, no, it means you're okay (laughs) with handshakes, high fives, and hugs. This sounds just like the frat parties called the traffic light parties when you'd go to a frat. Uh, And it was like the red, you'd you'd wear red to to say that you're taken, so kind of stay away. You'd wear yellow to be like, eh, it's kind of complicated, but you can approach me. And then you'd wear green, like, I'm ready to go, I'm single. (laughs) I see. You went to Michigan State, Steve. I've never gone to a traffic light party. Really? I grew yeah. up, Is I there grew... a fishbowl and some keys you throw in there? Yeah. <laughs> I, grew up at, I grew up at East Lansing. I grew up around Michigan State, and I was in a frat at Central Michigan University that parties way harder than Michigan State because a lot of the party people can't get into Michigan State, <laughs> like your boy Fish, right? And I, we didn't care about colored bracelets at our frat parties i mean it wasn't oh, a bracelet. You're taken? Well, you, you must not be that taken but that that's uh, that's where this idea i feel like came from probably <laughs> you're probably right Just some frat boys yeah. <laughs> so yeah and these guys are going to make some money social bands is what it is if you want to look into it for your business i think it's a little weird yeah i think it's a little hokey then you gotta wear your band like what if you forget to wear your band and then they think what does it mean if you don't wear one and like just just i don't know just ask somebody and is and is like the everyday person gonna know what your band is supposed to mean anyway like if you're just at a bar that's the key is that what that's what they're hoping yeah is that this takes off and i'm sure they copyrighted and all that stuff bunch of frat guys doing well right (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about naughty mommy so this woman this texas woman she's been arrested after allegedly posing as a seventh grader no going to classes at her daughter's school she's third it's very weird she's 30 her name is casey she filmed it for a social experiment and so she could post it online. She wants to trend. I gotta get in. Okay. Do I look like a, a seventh grader? No? Cool. Awesome. But a 30 year old disguising as a 13 year old and made it through lunch? Well, I finally got caught. I told him that I would go to the principal's office. So I guess we're gonna see what happens. Just want to say thank you to all the girls that helped me get to all of my classes yesterday. Uh-huh. I really, really appreciate it. I honestly would have been discovered way sooner if it weren't for you. Yeah. It's still weird. I don't care what kind of social experiment. Yeah. You're 30-some years old, and you're posing as a 13-year-old? Yeah. It's just... That's it, creepy. It's a little awkward. I don't... I mean, I, I, mean, I guess it's, it's a little bit easier that uh, it, it was a woman. There was but a guy. It's still people would give creepy. Even, it, well, I mean, you know, is it though? The weird because I I read about this a while ago, or because it happened a while a few days ago, or like last Friday oh, or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I read about this. the The question that keep pop keep popping up in my head is: she impersonated her daughter and went to her daughter's classes. Yeah. So did her daughter just take the day off of school? And, That's a good point. And the Probably. mom was like, "Hey, kids, stay home. I'm gonna go to school for you." Probably, most likely. Or were her grades bad? What the woman did to go? By the way, she's dressed in a hoodie with a mask on. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So she could get in easier. But yeah. again, a it would be different if it was a man. Now you'd be like, okay, this is creepy. What's he doing? Yeah. You would. I'm sorry. You would. Yes, it would. 100. It's not as creepy because it's a woman, but still. It's still creepy to me. Yeah, like what? What's? What is she trying to prove with this experiment that she can get away Mm -hmm. with it? She wants to trend. And she got caught 
smoking in the boys' room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was naughty, mommy. Hey, it's a special day for all the best friends out there. You'll get a kick out of this. And an interesting question is next on Mix 95.7. Today's text question of the day is what? If you were asked, what is your best childhood memory? What's the first thing that comes to mind? My parents gave me a paddle boat. They threw it in the, the living room of the uh, cottage we had in Greenville on Bakes Lake. And uh, honest to God, if that place, I know it's been demolished and rebuilt and it's beautiful. What, what they, We didn't have a I mean, we, my dad worked for a school system. We didn't have a lot of money, so it was kind of a dumpy little place then, but it was it was good enough for us. But now it's beautiful. If that place ever goes for sale, I'm buying it. I'm yeah? Serious. I'm, yeah, I'm buying it. That would be awesome. Uh, great memories there. But anyway, instantly popped in my head right away. The first childhood memory that excited you. Christine still hasn't given us hers because she can't understand the difference between one and five. Now six. She's thrown in an extra <laughs> one. She's thrown in an They're extra one. They're all really good memories. But they we're asking for one. Do you still want... Can I still list them all? No. We just <laughs> want like the one, the first one that started in your head when you were like, like, close your eyes right now. Okay, choose one through no, six. No, here, here's what I want to do. <laughs> close your eyes right now. Keep your eyes closed. All right. Think of the best person you've ever kissed. Who pops in your brain right away? Oh, man. Nope. Really? It's, 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 boom. Popped in your brain right away. My ex did. Okay. Yeah, he okay, was a good just kisser. Him? No, there was there was more. I know, but no, the first person that popped in your head <laughs> is who? I don't know. There was a there was so many uh, boys. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so today is the day of the best friend. Today is National Best Friends Day. Yay! I have a couple questions for you, and I got some uh, stuff for you. Christine, oh God, I already know this answer. Yeah, I have a lot of best friends. Okay. They're all my childhood girlfriends there it growing is. up. Yeah, no, you, if you could have my you know sister. Oh my God, hold on. What? It was like right away. She just said one person. What? I'm, I'm shocked yeah. and stunned. Yeah. That's because I still have to read you my six answers for the oh text. Oh my God. <laughs> so if you could have one best friend, it would be your. It'd be my sister. But do you yeah. believe you can have more than one best friend? Yes, because I think different friends can provide different things for you. Oh, I see how it is being Christine's friend. Someone yeah. has to provide to you with something. <laughs> what can we do <laughs> for Christine? I mean. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, we, we know exactly what you mean. Yes. <laughs> I think we actually, yeah. Well, 46% of Americans said that they only have one best friend. Three out of four people agree it's possible to have more than that but 46 percent said i just have one most of us met our best friend where do you guys think elementary school the elementary school or high school in school popular stages in life 12 percent said it happened after college or after high school mine was after college after high school i know you didn't meet me until a few years ago exactly <laughs> 19 percent of people maybe mine is christine i could do a lot for her <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> 19% of people said their dog is one of their best friends. Only 9% said their cat. Mm. Well, cats Aww. are mean. That's not true. Not cats, all cats. Many cats are mean, but not all cats. You can never say all about anything really, right? That's very true. 22% have of us have owned, God, I know, I'm sure you've had one of these, a best friend necklace or bracelet at some oh, point. Oh, for sure. No. 6% of people... Agreed with the statement, my parents 
like my best friend more than they like me. Oh, that's so funny. Finally, 43% of people said their significant other is their best friend. Do you think this was a uh, conversation? This this will spark your brain, Steve. Mm -hmm. Connie and I had this debate before. Do you think your significant other can be your best friend? Yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. That's Christine was nodding. Then that was yes, the dramatic she was. side. It's that like, goes great over hello, the radio. Hello, mm-hmm. we're here. Yeah. <laughs> so you think your significant other can be your best friend? Don't you want them to be? Not my best friend. No. I don't know. I definitely think your significant other can can be that for sure. Connie's point, and we used to debate this because I do think they can be a best friend. If they are not your best friend, I think there may be more issues than tissues in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't feel that they are of that level, in my opinion. However, Connie's point was, and I always found this to be a very valid point, Connie, who we lost earlier to cancer this year, was you can't, you want to be able to tell your best friend everything. You can't tell your spouse everything. Or it'll ruin you, like your moods, what are you thinking, if you're annoyed with them. I mean, that's a fair point. It's true. You can't. It's a fair point, but I I don't know. Is there anyone you tell everything to? Yes. Really? Yes. I mean, there's definitely things I keep to myself and don't tell anybody. I have two guys. It's not healthy to keep things in. Well, I've always that's said. what a therapist is for. That's good. Do you have a therapist? <laughs> Not yet. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> she's building up for that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Words of wisdom for Christine. Saving money for therapy. So it got a little bit hot on the show, The Bachelorette, last night. Christine was telling us about it earlier. With weird cat outfits and a guy in a box. And And some guy showing off his RV, which he lived in and was super gross. And he left dirty boxers in there. She did not keep him around, thankfully. But shockingly, she kept Connor the cat. So Connor was one of the guys on there. And he came in dressed as a cat because he knows Katie loves cats. Okay. And... This is the bad kisser you were talking about? This is the bad kisser. So they're having a conversation... And immediately I was turned off because he just kind of grabbed her face and started making out with her. Yeah, go and I for was it, like, dog. oh my gosh. And she actually, so if you watch The Bachelor or any of the spinoffs, they always have to do an interview with Jimmy Kimmel afterwards. Okay. And she was on Kimmel and he asked her, what was your cringiest moment to watch? Now, she admitted she watched the premiere by herself because she's just like, I didn't want to watch with my family and friends. She goes, I've never seen myself kiss this many guys before. Yeah, that would be weird. she said, hands down, the cringiest moment was watching herself kiss the cat. Okay, so you've, um, you've like, actually, she couldn't find the video online to share with us, Steve. Which is so weird. I don't know how I'm not finding that But you anywhere. recorded it off your DVR on your phone. You're going to show it to me here so I can do some play-by-play. Is that yeah, what we're doing here? Yep. Hold on. All right, I'm going to watch this uh Cat guy kiss the girl, and apparently this is—he's a bad kisser. Let's see. Him. No, it's just fun. Oh, there he goes. All right, all right, all right. Oh, there's some tongue. That's... Oh yeah. Do you see it, Steve? Yeah. Oh my god, he's all over Oh my god. It was. Was it that bad? I mean, there's more. No. Oh, there's more later. Oh wait, he's gonna go in for. Oh, get it, brother! Oh. I'm... 
I'm what? A bad kisser? No. <laughs> I'm a cat. He wasn't that bad. She actually told Tasha and Kristen, who are like the, the fill-in hosts, mm-hmm. he, she did not enjoy kissing him. All right, this is and the guy dressed as a cat. he just does not look like a good kisser. I watched it, and I was cringing, y'all. Okay, wait. I accidentally just hit the wrong thing on your cell phone. Why are you taking random pictures of a, your cat? Because it's my cat. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, but it's not like it's not doing anything cool. He's just laying on the carpet next to your door. It's not a he. It's a she. She, Harley. And I sent it to my mom because my mom's obsessed with my cat. Aww. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to swipe. Should I? Let's play a game right now since I have Christine's phone and it's open. Can you not? <laughs> Steve, what do you think about we play a game called? Yeah, great. Bad Kisser, The Bachelorette. Go ahead and watch it. Scroll and post? No. How oh. many swipes should Fish swipe to the left on Christine's photo album? I will say go with four. This is the quietest I've ever heard Christine. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what's in my photo. <laughs> what do you think I'll see in four swipes? Christine, you'll dude. definitely see my nails because I just got them done yesterday. Well, no, I'm like, are you okay with this for real? If you're not comfortable, I'll stop. I feel like at some point you definitely got to stop. Let's go with 37 then. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 10, 11, 12, 30. I could just do this. Let me see it before you, you look at stop. it, just in case. I'm, I'm just previewing them all real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's lots of nudes. It's just a oh, gallery. Oh, Steve. <laughs> Oh, God. Let me see oh what God. that is. Oh, it's you and I. It's you and I getting a pedicure. No joke. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Steve, tell me when. I'm going to swipe. All right, keep going. Uh... No, no, let's let Christine do it. Christine, right. tell me when to stop swiping. Stop. Right there? Yeah. All right. You didn't stop. <laughs> you okay, kept you going. Oh, my God. Let me see. <laughs> let me see. He's got like a six pack. <laughs> Who's he? Is it a beach shot? No. No. Is it a bedroom shot? Does your mother shot? know you have photos Let like this? I want to see the photo. <laughs> Is it a picture I saved of somebody? Christine got laser hair removal, but the guy in the photo didn't. <laughs> okay. Today for the text question of the day, it's asked. It's not asked. It, it is. If you were asked, what is your best childhood memory? What is, Steve, the first thing that pops right into your head right away it was the summer of seventh grade and me and my friends were rolling dice on the back deck of my friend's house enjoying the beautiful weather and killing goblins and orcs and skeletons playing dungeons and dragons boom memory love it me fifth grade fourth to fifth grade early birthday present paddle boat they put it in the middle of our little cottage and then we put it on the water said fish craft on the back it was super cool and i loved it Christine, you have six of them for your first thing that popped into your head, which is not even possible. (laughs) What are your top three? All right. So I'm going to work them in order. At number three. That's that's not okay. That wouldn't be in order, but okay. (laughs) Backwards. So it was play every day after school playing with the neighborhood kids. Okay. And we would have so much fun. We'd do water balloon fights. We'd play basketball. It was just a ton of fun. Always. Every day after school. Just getting one out of her has been tough today. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Number two was spending every summer in California where my grandparents lived and my aunt and my cousins lived and we'd go to my aunt's house and she had a, an amazing pool with a slide so and we'd spend kids. 
all summer there and go to like Universal. It was just so much fun. Okay, so how did you get all six at the same time or five at the same time from now what is number one? Um, well, the fir- I guess number one first thing that came to my mind was um, hanging out with my cousins. Like I mentioned that um, that my family, I have 31st cousins. So yeah. like every week it'd be, we'd be together and we'd just play, whether it be hide and seek or twister or just stupid stuff that kids play we just had so much fun so this has been an adventure today christine if you were asked what is the best your what is your best childhood memory what then would be based off of what you just said Mm -hmm. the first thing that popped into your head my cousins hanging out with my cousins and i miss it because we're all older now and have lives (laughs) we have an answer we have an answer It's taken hours. I still have three more. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Let's go to the click of six. Good Lord. Uh, Click of six, if you were asked, uh, what is your best childhood memory? What would be the first thing that popped into your head? Somebody said running through my daisy sprinkler in the summertime. Ooh, that sounds fun. Sprinkler running. Uh, Christmas at grandparents. Wonderful meals. Playtime with the cousins who lived out of town. The coziness and happiness of it all. I love it. Family water fights that always ended up in the neighborhood water fights. So it started with the family and then would expand to the neighborhood. Spending time in our spending time at our cabin at Higgins Lake and checking out cute boys. Ooh. Love it. First wrestling event in 95, ringside, watching The Undertaker come out, hiding, uh, running to hide behind my dad because he looked scary af. <laughs> <laughs> also saw HBK Bulldog Razor Yoko, uh, British Bulldog, and the champ, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Nice. Uh, somebody else said for their big memory, first memory that popped in their head, my dad playing with my Barbie townhouse. Aww, that's sweet. That's another good memory. All my Barbies. Yeah, they didn't see that's that's not your first though. No, but that was great memories. Uh, let's go to your top five-ish right now for today's text question of the day. If you were asked what is your best childhood memory, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Man, you guys sent a ton of them, kicking out the uh, top five-ish right away for somebody. Clearly, who has a lot of bills right now? Not paying bills. Great <laughs> <Yes. laughs> memories. Sam Burger. Uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Let's go with number four. If you were asked, what is your best childhood memory? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Guys, just being a kid, me and my mom would stay at my grandma and grandpa's some weekends. And during the summer, we would stay up all night long. <gasps> it was so cool. We would play Uno. You don't even really think about the little moments until the people who you shared them with are no longer here. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Number three. If you were asked what is your best childhood memory, what's the first thing that comes to mind? We rented cottages with family and friends every summer. We had six cottages full of fun. It's amazing. Number two, my 10th birthday, I got a horse for my birthday present. Wow. Best gift ever. Ugh. <laughs> I horses. made sure to put that right there for you, Fish. Ah, uh, horses. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, I know horse people love horses and all that, but uh, Alicia is a horse person, and horses ain't cheap, dog. No. And number one. If you were asked what is your best childhood memory, what's the first thing that comes to mind? I like number one. Number one is a vi- our vacation to Bonaire. It's this most amazing little island next to Aruba, Scuba diving is amazing. You can go cave exploring, windsurfing, and Flamingo Cove is breathtaking. They even have wild donkeys that roam the streets. 
We made so many friends while we were there at the local island church. I would give anything to go back. Wow. Yeah. That would be incredible. I thought that was really cool, especially as a childhood memory. Oh, I loved uh, road trips with our family. Like yeah, my dad me would too. shove me in the back of the station wagon and they would, they would pack all the luggage around me, give me a little TV <laughs> and like a box of ding-dongs or ho-hos or Twinkies, weight problem. And we would, I would just eat and watch TV. It was wonderful. That does sound wonderful. It was glorious. Guys, we'll throw these up on the station website for you. Thanks for your answers for the text question of the day. You ready to get funky? That's all I want to do. Wake up. I don't want to get up. 